0: Welcome to the Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and that is my last name. Today, we're going to be discussing the topic of blackout. That's right, the award-winning 2007 album from Britney Spears featuring songs like Gimme More, Peace of Me, and Radar. We... Uh, oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong notes. Actually, we're going to be talking about a far worse blackout. As alcoholics, a lot of us have experienced a blackout. I remember all my blackouts like, well, actually, I don't remember any of them. Why is that? Well, it's actually scientific. The hippocampus is a part of your brain that basically takes your short-term memories and turns them into long-term memories. So while you're in a blackout, your brain is operating solely on short-term memory. That's why when you're blacked out, you repeat yourself a lot because you can hold that conversation for a couple minutes tops and then you'll lose it and revert. Annie Grace, the author of This Snake Mind, made the analogy of having a camera without a memory card. You can take the pictures, but you can't see them the next day. There's two types of blackout. There's what I like to call a brownout, but I guess a lot of people call it a grayout. Um, That's where you can kind of remember things. You can put the pieces together. That's when you wake up the next morning and all of a sudden you're on law and order and you're investigating a crime. You're like, okay, I have one shoe. Um, okay, I remember there was a, a delivery guy, but it wasn't at my house. Where what? That's when you start piecing those pieces together. That's usually the result of a brownout. You remember certain things, but not everything. And then there's a blackout. Blackout is totally no connection between short-term and long-term memory. You've lost it. You just wake up and you're like, how did I get here? Where am I? What's going on? You don't have any recollection of what happened the previous night. I've been there. It stinks. I've been there way more times than I would like. But it's a part of growing in sobriety, becoming more proud of not having those days or, or mornings anymore where I wake up not remembering anything. Um, because there's such a such a oh my goodness, so much shame connected to all of this which is as I'm sober now I ask myself why my alcoholic self ever thought that was okay to live like that but you can't see it when you're in the midst of it it's like the when people talk about tornadoes and how destructive they are but they're the calmest when you're in the center of it I definitely didn't realize how bad my life was when I was blacking out almost every single night until I was out of it. And on the other side, and I saw the storm. And I was like, oh, that's messy. And we create all these scenarios in our head that kind of justify the blackout, like, oh, well, I didn't eat that much. So it must have been that or just little things that we don't have to justify for anything else other than drinking. I've mentioned before I was a red wine guy, Cabernet, but that's definitely not all I drank. I went through my phases. I think a lot of alcoholics do. I was a gin and tonic guy for a little bit. I was towards the end drinking mostly vodka and red wine. (laughs) What a mix. Um... I went through a whiskey phase where I liked whiskey and ginger ale, and we just go through as in our drinking careers or with our drinking relationship, we go through these phases that kind of keep it new and spicy for ourselves. But really, I was just putting so much different types of this poison into my body that I was blacking out every night. I had mornings where I would wake up and I would be in the middle of the floor with the door wide open. And my cat is walking around outside. Awful things, and then I'm spending my whole morning searching for my cat. My day's ruined, and did I never? And yet I never once blamed it on the alcohol from the night before. I blamed it on why I, I blacked out. Oh, I must have not ate that whole day. I must have not did this right. I must have not did that right. And I would make these stories up in my head as to why I blacked out. Not thinking, well, it's because you're drinking too much. (laughs) That was the most obvious reason. I never wanted to tell myself that I drank too much. I mean, it seems kind of obvious, but I guess it has to be said that the only surefire way not to black out is just to not drink. Period. I know a lot of my worst blacking out or most intense blackouts were when I was doing low carb diets or like keto because I wasn't having any carbohydrates. I would save my carbs for my wine and I knew my vodka didn't have any carbs in it. So I thought that that would just be unlimited. But those were some vicious, vicious hangovers because... My body just was just begging me for some nutrition. (laughs) I laugh. I know it's not funny, but you have to laugh. And the whole time I was getting praise, I looked so skinny. I looked so healthy. Everyone kept saying, you're so healthy. You look so healthy. And I wasn't healthy. I was still a raging alcoholic. I was just skinny. (laughs) There was this time my ex-boyfriend... Um, He got me a bunch of these mixers And we were going to have this crazy night He made basically a mini bar Um, It was so sweet And I remember (laughs) I maybe lasted like 30 minutes And then Was blacked out So the next morning I was like Oh, I only remember that first bottle Of Captain Um, But there's like Three liquor bottles empty That we went through Um, And then I had to hear about the horror stories of what I had done the night before and how mean I was, and I didn't remember any of it. I woke up happy as a daisy, just like not realizing that I had train wreck pile drive through the night before and ruined everyone's time around me., uh, I hate nights like that. <laughs> Not every blackout is going to be this extreme, elaborate story. For most alcoholics, a blackout can be spent safely in the comfort of your own home. I've had times where I've blacked out being downtown, and have I gave my shoes away to someone apparently, but I had to I had to hear the story from someone else telling me what I did. That's always the worst. But the, it's not always the case. Some nights are you're at home and you're just chilling, and you wake up and you're in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Little things like that. Um, I mention that again because I did do that a lot. I would wake up in the. I don't know. I guess I just never made it to the bed. Maybe I was just so blacked out. I tried to get up and go there and didn't make it. And those are the nights that scare me the most because I was alone. I've lived alone for a lot of my life, and blacking out alone is very dangerous. And I realize that now, like how how spared I am. But like I said, not every blackout is going to be a an sto- uh, elaborate story like that. Not, even, not every blackout is going to be a story at all. Um, plenty of blackouts. I woke up safe in my bed and nothing happened bad the night before. I just watched TV all night, but I didn't remember anything I watched. And things like that really scare me because i didn't even care i mean at least the other times i was out having fun so i thought these are the times that happen most when i did nothing woohoo how fun is that now i have plenty of stories about blacking out but i will save them for another episode i want to wrap up this episode thank you for listening Tune in to the next episode. I'll be joined with, by my friend Aubrey again, and we'll be discussing more hot topics in sobriety. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Instagram at the Sober Gay Podcast, or you can email me at thesobergay at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, have a great rest of your day and stay sober, girl. <laughs> Bye.